Good evening. Merry Christmas. Hey, can I just say that this is so weird? We're supposed to all be together. We gather here over five Christmas Eve services, hundreds of people at each one, and we sing songs together and we pray together and we hear the story together. We greet each other in the lobby with handshakes and hugs and Merry Christmas and I'm in that same room right now and there's like six of us in here. This is so weird. And yet, it's Christmas. The season of Advent. Advent literally means to come or to arrive. Jesus, the Savior, has come. The long-awaited Messiah has arrived. And by long-awaited, I'm talking over 400 years, faithful men and women looked for the coming of the Messiah. And now he has come. You know, it occurs to me that this experience that we're having in 2020 may give us some new perspective or insight into that first Christmas. The Messiah had come But not yet. Jesus had come, but he was an infant. It will be 30 years until he takes on the mantle of the Messiah, begins his earthly ministry, and then it'll be another three years before he suffers a death on the cross for us and is resurrected for our salvation. So all who experienced That first Christmas, Joseph and Mary, the wise men and the shepherds, all were there for the birth of Jesus. All had the experience of Advent. The Messiah had arrived. But now they had to live in the in-between. It's sort of like our situation with the vaccine. The vaccine has arrived. It's so exciting. The efficacy of these vaccines is amazing. And I am so grateful for the brilliant men and women who have worked tirelessly to come up with these vaccines. And now they've arrived. But not yet. It will be months before enough of us are vaccinated to end this pandemic that we have been living under since March. So in the meantime, in between now and what is to come, we wait. Truth is, waiting is hard. Waiting is hard, especially when what we're waiting for is something important. A job to come through. An unemployment check. A medical report. Maybe tonight, you're waiting for something as well. The thing about our waiting is that it's not passive. The time between now and what is to come is where we live our lives. 
and how we spend that time in between the now and that which is to come matters. It matters how we choose to wait on the vaccine. That matters. So we continue to do the things that we know we need to do to keep ourselves healthy and safe and to protect others around us, like wearing masks and washing our hands, practicing social distancing, not gathering together with lots of people in enclosed spaces, which is why we're not here tonight. We do all of that because how we're waiting matters. The same was true for Joseph and Mary. How they were waiting for Jesus to take on this mantle of Messiah mattered. They weren't just passively waiting. They were living their lives, working and playing and worshiping and parenting. And all of those things and the way that they lived those things out matter. This time, right now, is not just about keeping ourselves physically healthy, but mentally and spiritually healthy as well. As we are in this in-between time between waiting for the vaccine and when enough of us are vaccinated. So yeah, we want to keep ourselves physically healthy, but there's a larger thing of mental and spiritual health. You know, a friend of mine recently shared with me an article from Gallup, you know, that polling company, and uh, they did a poll. They've done this same question over several decades, but they asked the question of people, how would you rate your mental health right now? And what they noticed was there was a steep decline when, from when they asked that question last year in 2019 and this year in 2020. Across all demographics, men and women, all races, all socioeconomic backgrounds, all showed a decline in their mental health. Except for one demographic. One demographic not only didn't decline or stay the same, actually saw an uptick in their mental well-being. And that demographic are people who attend religious services weekly or more. And yes, online counts. Why would that be? You see, it's not about attendance. It's about how you wait. People who are attending worship on a regular basis are waiting in faith, focused on God. With a desire to live lives in ways that honor God with their very life. In other words, they are doing well because they are waiting well. You know, when people are asking me the question, how's your church doing? My answer is, to be honest, my church is doing great. I mean, our weekly worship online is setting records for weekly attendance. 
We recently did a Wednesday night Advent reflections, and over three Wednesday nights, we had, I think, the best attendance we've ever had for one of those services at all three. And then I talked to folks about what you, our Hope family, have been doing since the beginning of the pandemic. When this thing started back in March, a group of staff and volunteers called or wrote notes to every household in our database. Over a thousand households were touched in those first few weeks when we were in lockdown. We knew that this would be an important time for prayer. And so we started a daily prayer email. One of our pastors writes a brief devotion. There is a scripture and then a written out prayer. And then at the very bottom, a list of specific prayer requests that have come uh, to the church that day. And every day, over 200 of you receive that prayer email. If you aren't on that list and you'd like to be, it's so simple. You just uh, send an email, prayer at meethope.org, and just give us your name and email address and say, add me to the uh, distribution list. Or if you have a prayer request, same thing, prayer at meethope.org, send us your prayer request and we'll get it out to our prayer team. Our food pantry, um, I've been saying this uh, throughout, that our food pantry is now six times larger than it was at the beginning of this year. It's sad that it needs to be, but it's powerful that our members have stepped up to volunteer their time and to uh, donate to this food pantry. You ought to see this Tuesday night here at the church and Wednesday afternoon, this operation that is our food pantry. These volunteers are amazing as they serve families uh, who are in need right now. You know, word went out about our food pantry and uh, one of the local uh, grocery store chains heard about it, contacted us and said, we'd like to donate one of our walk-in refrigerators to you if you'd like it. And we said, that'd be great. And so not only did they donate this walk-in refrigerator, they donated its delivery and its installation. God is doing a great thing. You know, this summer we had a campaign called Hope Outside where hundreds of you um, each week would uh, respond to a challenge to do an act of kindness to various community groups around law enforcement folks and first responders and folks working in hospitals and so forth. And over the course of the summer, thousands of people were blessed by people of Hope Church through Hope Outside. This fall, we did a campaign to raise $90,000 in six weeks, 30000 of it to help families here at Hope uh, who have had financial setbacks because of the pandemic, 30000 to support our food pantry, and 30000 to support ministries in Camden, throughout New Jersey, and around the world that we support. And we didn't raise 90000 We raised $125,000 over that period of time. All the while, we were doing parking lot worship. We had our Christmas tree, our annual Christmas tree lighting out in the parking lot. People stayed in their cars, um, but we had it. All kinds of online and socially distant small groups are meeting. Our children's ministry continues on. Our student ministries continue on. Our preschool is doing great. And uh, our teachers and staff are working so hard to make sure all of the kids, teachers and staff are protected and healthy. 
our church is thriving because our people are thriving. Now listen, it hasn't been easy for any of us. And some have experienced incredible setbacks, job loss, income loss. Some have gotten sick. Some have lost a loved one. It's hard. Living between the now and the what is to come is hard. But when your hope is in the Lord, when you know that Advent is coming, that Jesus who came is coming again, hardships do not become overwhelming. And your focus is not to be overwhelmed, but to be focused on the one who is to come, the one who is your strength. I want to share with you tonight these ancient words from the ancient prophet Isaiah, who hundreds of years before the Messiah came, before Jesus was born, had prophesied that he would be coming. But in the 40th chapter of Isaiah, he wrote these words that, even though are thousands of years old, sound as if he were writing them to us today. Listen to what Isaiah said. Have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. That's the God who is our focus. That is the God who came and who is coming again. That's who God is. And now Isaiah tells us what God does. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. That's what God does for us. Power to the weak and strength to the powerless. And now the prophet goes on and tells us about our human condition when he writes these words. Even youths will become weak and tired and young men will fall in exhaustion. At our greatest strength as human beings, at our peak strength, at our best, we still are weak and grow tired and exhausted. And then he closed out this section by talking about people of faith, describing people of faith who put their trust in God in hard times when he wrote these words. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Those who put their trust in the Lord, Jesus the Messiah, God with us, find new strength. Wherever you are, say those words, new strength. You will find new strength when you're waiting on the Lord. 
even when the waiting gets hard. In this season of waiting, waiting for a vaccine or whatever it is that you may find yourself waiting for, remember that your waiting is not passive. This is not a time to sit back and be passive. This is a time to grow in your faith, to make that your focus, and to stay connected to a community of Advent people. And the Lord will be your strength and lift you up with new strength. And next year, friends, God willing, we will be talking about COVID-19 in the past tense and praising God in the present tense. Have a blessed and joy-filled Christmas.